Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bo Marchant. As always, Stitcher, Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find these free and available as we do bring you the next collection of Tomorrow Stars here on the C2P platform. We've been doing it for a long time. And we have a fantastic young man on the program today. He hails from the SEC, played his football at Kentucky, the Wildcats standout offensive lineman. It's none other than Kenneth Horsey. He was also down at the CGS, an opportunity to sit down with scouts because he had his knee scoped in late November. But he just said a week ago he was running his 40 as he prepares for pro day. But with that said, Kenneth, you're a two-time captain, five-time letter winner, fabulous career at the highest level in college football in the SEC. How's this afternoon going for you? Man, it's going good. Uh, first thing I got to say is that that music, that beat that you got on, that was hard. I got to give you that. That was hard. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, it feel good. I just, just had a... Uh, Good training day with Coach Ed and some of the other guys who've been training out of the University of Kentucky. Uh, more of a recovery day today, and we're going to be hitting hard race pace stuff tomorrow. So hopefully we're going to be doing more running and stuff like that, just keep keeping on getting ready for pro day. Um, I like the positive uh, vibe that you bring already, Kenneth. i, I got to ask, uh, you know, we're, we're in late February, but uh, and especially with you being on campus still, um, have you had a morning where you wake up in a cold sweat thinking that you're missing spring ball practice or anything like that, some team activity because you're just so prone to, you know, the ridicule, you know, the schedule of being a college athlete and having to be somewhere? No, oh, for sure, for sure. Like, and the more, especially in, like, January and stuff like that when it was kind of a new process, I wake up in the morning and I feel like, I'd like like you just said, I feel like I was missing something. I'd be like, is there a meeting I'm supposed to be at or something like that? Where, where it's like, no, I'm on to a different stage now. I keep having to remember that. But it's it's definitely cool to still be around the campus. I still get to see the guys, uh, still watch them train, watch film, stuff like that, uh, watching everybody work hard, getting ready for the spring game and the upcoming season. So it's just been a blessing to still be around them and still have that love and energy from all, everyone in the building. Excellent stuff. Now, I, and, and anyone who knows about you, we know that you know you you had the heart surgery in 2018. Um, I want to get to that, but I'm very curious because you played four games in 2019. Do you think, absent of the heart issue in 2018, when you arrive at Kentucky and you have the red shirt, do you think you had an opportunity to actually get some? playing time as a true, true freshman? And I just asked this, and it's a hypothetical, we'll never really know, but I just think it speaks volumes to the type of player that you are, that you won, you went through what you did in 2018, you come back in 2019, and you, you're on the field and you're having success. And again, it's the highest level of college football. So I just got to ask, that 2018 season, if that doesn't go that way, do you think you're actually on the field making an impact as a true freshman in the SEC? 
Uh, I I was certainly positive that I wasn't going to get on the field 2018. Okay. Besides, still, besides, I was I was blessed enough to be in pads and stuff training during training camp and stuff like that. But I was still a long ways out from being able to withstand college football and being able to do all the things I needed to do on and off the field to be ready be prepared in that sense. But at the same time, 2018, we had a we had a loaded O-line. We had a loaded O-line group. You know, that was class. We had Landon Young, uh, Logan Stenberg, Drake Jackson, Luke Fortner, Georgia Safo. We had Bunchy Stallings, Mason Wolf, uh, just a bunch of guys that were – that's a bunch of guys that have been in the program with Coach Slarman and Coach Stoops and all them boys, and they're a lot older, more experienced. They knew uh, how everything needed to go. So it gave me a good opportunity to sit back and watch – watch them do it, watch them be one of the best O-lines in the country, and it really showed me what I needed to do, how I needed to prepare to be in that same situation. Uh, luckily, I was able to get on the field uh, that next year it was just for, like, field goal and stuff like that, but still just being able to watch those guys and just, like I said, gain that blueprint on what I needed to do and how I needed to do it, was it was huge for me in my progression. Oh, I love it. And, 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 and for you, I mean, the setback – you the perseverance and I don't want to dwell on it too much but it's just nonetheless a topic just to uh, you know just to we you know to yeah, bring sure, up cuz sure. you know but I mean uh what I guess what what point did you know that you could continue to play football because besides you know being able to be okay you're you know you're thankful you're okay but then you know reality sets in that this is your passion it's probably a dream to play at the next level a dream to play in college football so when do you find out that you know what I might be here in the medical bed. I might be at the hospital, but the docs just came in and said, "Hey, Kenneth, you know what? You're going to be okay. You're going to be ready to roll." And in 2024, you're going to be an NFL draft prospect. Uh, it's definitely been a crazy ride. I can't, uh, I can't pinpoint the exact moment, but I, but I do remember that literally the first day waking up out of surgery. I had to be, I had to, I was moving around the hospital in a walker. And um, and I just remember taking taking those steps around the hospital floor and everything, just telling myself that if God ever gave me the opportunity to get back on the field again, I'm I'm taking it and I'm gonna give it everything I got. You know, at the time I had uh, there was my my surgeon said I would be I would be um, I'd be ready for SEC ball and stuff like that, but it was mixed feelings between other doctors and stuff like that. So I just had to, I just had to go by faith. I, I didn't know what God had in store for me at the time, and but it, everything worked out for the best. And honestly, that surgery was one of the best things that happened to me because it allowed me to not just fall in love with football again, but fall in love with the process, trying to get one percent better every day. You know, Coach Stoops, uh, he tells us all the time, almost weekly, almost daily, that every day you either get better or you get worse. And you know, watching. <laughs> But between watching my own progress and my process to even Coach Slarman at the time, he was battling cancer, rest in peace. He unfortunately passed away in 2020. But he would come in, he would still come in every day, even though he was battling cancer, even though he was going through chemo, he still came in every day happy, excited, ready to work because he loved what he did and he loved the people around him and he loved this state he loved he loved the BBN, and it really showed me that like, what do I have to complain about? You know, 
there's yes, I went through what I went through, but if there's a guy that can come in here literally with a bag on his hip to manage throw up and stuff like that, but still give his every give give his all to the program to the team, why can't I? So it was there was never a the realization that I could could still play. It came gradually as the uh as time went on, as I got more comfortable with with myself after I really was able to trust the trust the surgery and everything and just put my faith in God and allow him to do the rest and I'm blessed with where it's taken me. Hey, it's uh Psalms thirty seven four, delight yourself in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Obviously coming to fruition for our guest, Kenneth Horsey, the standout from Kentucky, also down at the CGS talking with those NFL teams. And I always like to ask this question, Kenneth, NFL you're sitting in the film room with these NFL scouts. They're breaking down your tape. What do you think they're going to love about you when they watch you on the field? Uh, I think they're going to think they're going to love my experience, my football IQ, uh, my athleticism, my length. I feel like I'm feel like I play well with my length and my feet. Um, but overall, just football IQ, my uh, and my love for the game. I feel like it shows on the film. Um, I've been able to, I've had the, I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of O-line coaches, uh, in a lot of different systems. Uh, I feel like in the film, it'll show my versatility. I've been able, I played three spot, three different spots in games, whether it was left guard, left tackle, or even right tackle for a short stint. So there's, there's a, I feel like there's a lot to like about my game. And, and I know that will show on the film when coaches break and when coach and scouts break it down. Awesome. Well said. Way, way to really kind of uh, sell yourself. I love it. Uh, what goes unnoticed? Uh, you could have been. We, well, we know you're a two-time team captain. Uh, maybe you're a film junkie, weight room warrior. We know you're great in the community. Uh, maybe some of the schemes at Kentucky didn't allow you to get upfield more, pull more. I, I don't know. But anything else to add that they they're not going to see on tape, but they need to know. Uh, what they need to know that's not other than tape is just the guy that I am. You know, I was blessed to be a two-year captain, and that's not and that wasn't something that was voted on by the coaches or anything. That came straight from the team. You know, um, I'm a guy that I'm a guy that yes, I'll yes, I'm 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 very, I'm a consider myself a vocal leader, and I can be and I can be tough on guys in that regard. But it all comes out of love and the guys and it's just the I was able to gain a sense of brotherhood that I didn't have before growing up with just two sisters I didn't have any brothers in the home and so football was that opportunity for me to build family you know and I believe I get over the years I gained the respect of my teammates and my coaches and I know that I would go to war for my guys, and I know they would go to war for me because we built that bond over the years. Uh, there's still guys to this day when I'm coming in, working out, I'm dapping up, we're talking, you know, even if it's whether it's football or not football, just they know that they're my guys and they know that I love them and they know I'll do anything for them. Oh, that's well said, man. Kat, if you've listened, you've been an absolute pleasure to have on, and uh, we've been doing this a long time, and uh, you definitely come across as a – a guy who has his uh, 
his mindset, goal-oriented, uh, seems like you have to be a coach's dream in terms of uh, them having that extension of what they want done in the locker room and you kind of being that leader by example. And, uh, and, and we know how important that is to have a leader that suits up and uh, just helps everybody in that facility, everybody that puts on the, the helmet uh, and just succeeds that. Um, before we let you go, though, we always like to have some fun. We call it three and out. There are a few lighthearted off-the-wall questions. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Of course, let's do it. All right. Now, usually offensive linemen are the bigger, beefier guys on the roster. So with that said, what Kentucky offensive lineman had the biggest appetite and what was one of the craziest meals you've ever seen throw down? Uh, the biggest appetite? Um, that's got to be Austin Dotson. Uh, Austin <laughs> Dotson, he was a, one of the – he was a – leave a class ahead of me. Um, just a mauler type guy, a really good dude. But man, there was I was I can't say exactly like crazy meal, but I just know I've just seen him put away some food in crazy amounts and still be hungry for more. And I, even me as an O lineman, I'm sitting there like, dude, you still hungry? Like that's crazy. So Austin Dotson's just easy answer for me. All right, fair enough. And how about this one? It could be any coach on the staff, head coach, assistant coaches, strength, anybody. What coach had the biggest pet peeve during practice? An absolute no-no. If you, your team, your teammates got caught doing it, you might catch some hell. Uh, I'd have to go with Coach Larman. Uh, coach Larman, one of his pet, one of his biggest pet peeves was a. Uh, was between false starts and not jogging off the field or anything or trying to, or walking on the grass. So when we, for the, uh, for the people who have never been on the practice field or anything like that, once a specific drill is over and it's time to get water or anything like that, they always want you hustling. They don't want to see guys walking around being lazy or anything like that. So so one of the easiest ways to get Coach Larman riled up was to not show effort in that regard. And when it came to when it came to false starts, uh, Coach Larman was not a fan either. One of his one of his biggest one of his biggest pet peeves was um, O line based penalties. You know penalties in the game because you know everybody knows that if you one false start, it goes from first and 10 to first and 15, and that just makes the job harder for the head coach, the offensive coordinator, and all the guys on the field. So whenever whenever anybody uh, jumped off sides or anything like that in practice, Coach Larman would stop it immediately, and that guy would go take a lap around the entire field. And if anybody who's been to our practice field, it's two fields put the – it's two practice fields or two football fields put together. So he would immediately – all you hear the whistle blow, and you didn't even have to look at him or anything. You know that he's time to take that lap, and you just see another guy running in to uh, continue practice. So those are the two easiest ways to get Coach Larman riled up. <laughs> I love it. Great, great answer. And then the final one for you, uh, when draft week draft weekend rolls around, I assume you're going to be with family and friends. You're waiting to hear your name come off the board or find out where you're going to sign Who's the best cook in your family, Kenneth? And what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate this next football journey? Oh, it's easily my mama. My mama, my mama to this day, like 
anytime she comes up to visit, there's just certain things that I got to have because, you know, in college there's not as many opportunities for home-cooked meals or anything like that. So uh, a few things on the list that I I wouldn't say demand that my mom makes, but strongly encourage my mom to make is her mac and cheese, uh, her banana bread, uh, her corned Ooh. beef, and those are those are the biggest things for me. It's just anytime I eat those things, especially when she makes it, it just feels like it just feels like home. Well, I, I could probably I assume that she's going to be more than delighted to back you up on draft day and 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 kind of chip in for your draft party with mac and cheese, her homemade banana bread, and some cornbread as well. So uh, a corned beef, I should say, and uh, and help you celebrate in this next goal. Listen, Kenneth, you've been a pleasure to have on the the show you're on the clock for the 2024 nfl draft best of luck i hope you knock the pro day out of the ballpark and we can't wait to see you do your thing at the next level thank you i really appreciate you having me on it's been fun no problem at all once yes sir once again that is kenneth horsey the standout from kentucky two-time captain so much to love about this young man and uh covering the steelers and and you guys know i've been doing this a long time he kind of came across as a cam hayward type personality just very knowledgeable um, a leader, and uh, when he and I think that's just exuberated from everything he said and the way he carried himself. Is you can just tell this guy identifies with, uh, you know, doing it right and and all those things that come with being a two-time captain. And again, playing at Kentucky SEC football, you really got to like the you know the way this kid was kind of able to put this all together. As always, I'm your show host, Bo Marchant, Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify. We appreciate you listening to the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.